You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. I feel really touched by the Lord this morning because I, I couldn't really see it because I believe it, God already spoke. And, and it is amazing because the last, the last song that we were singing was of the Spirit. You are welcoming me and we were welcoming the Holy Spirit. And then Tyler got a word where the Holy Spirit is inviting the people to come and to drink from it. And this week I was praying and I said, Lord, I was speaking, Holy Spirit, what, what do you want to say this Sunday morning? And what He said to me is, talk about me. Talk about me. And this morning I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit. So this is why I'm saying He already spoke. And it's amazing because you know, His presence was so powerful. And I believe we are going to carry on this morning with what He wants to do in this place, in our life. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm just going to talk about the Holy Spirit this morning. So if you take with me in John chapter 14... John chapter 14, I'm just going verse, thank you Lord, thank you Lord, John 14, 15, 17, he says, if you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. Amen. The world cannot accept him because he neither sees him or knows him. But you know him. For he lives with you and will be in you. Amen. Amen. Can you just close one second your eyes? Father, we thank you, Lord. Because your presence is here. Your spirit is here. We thank you, Lord, because you are moving in this place. Thank you, Jesus, because you have been already speaking to us. You were inviting us to come and drink from your Spirit. Lord, I pray that you may continue to speak to us this morning and say what you want to say to your church, to each one of us. So, Holy Spirit, speak to us this morning. Continue, Lord, to work in our life this morning. We want more of you. More of you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now, we can see that uh, before Jesus uh, started to say this word to his disciples, all the, for the chapter 14, we can see that, that Jesus is revealing a, a, a few things very important to the disciples. And they were quite not aware like they were quite not sure what Jesus was saying and maybe not really understanding what Jesus was saying. And like Jesus was uh, speaking to them and say that he's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. Nobody can come to the Father if he's not true him. And uh, because someone says, Lord, we, he, Jesus was starting to tell them that he was going away. And they, someone asked him, where are you going? Like, how can we go with you? And Jesus was explaining to them. 
that is true Jesus, true Him, that we can go to the Father. And then again, he was explaining something very important that they, uh, someone asked, asked Jesus, show us the Father. Show us the Father, that will be enough for us. And Jesus said, you still didn't understand? If you see me, you see the Father. I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. So, so as he carry on to, to reveal these amazing revelations to his disciples, then he come here in these verses, and for the first time in the New Testament, he speaks to his disciples, says that he's going to send someone to help them in this, in this life. And this is the first passage of a series of passages in the next couple of chapters where we hear about the Holy Spirit. We hear before when, uh, when the Holy Spirit came on Jesus, uh, but now this is the first time in the New Testament that we hear like Jesus speaking about the Holy Spirit. Who is this Holy Spirit? What came to do this Holy Spirit? And, uh, and uh, so... The first question is, who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity of God. I w- we were teaching this in the Life Cup in Brighton last week. And, and we, we believe in one God by His three persons. One God made of three persons, three in one. One God. And He's the Father, the, the Son, Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is three person, the Trinity of God, and make one God. There is no other God. Amen. There is just one God. And that is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That is the creator of all the world. That is our God, the Yahweh, the I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is no other God. There is just one God. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is, is a person. He's a person. And we can carry on, we can see that even in the New Testament, we can see the Holy Spirit. He was there in the creation. He was there involved in the creation. And we can see that in Genesis uh, 1, the second verse, we see that it is written, The Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So He was there. If we read the chapter, if we, from the first two verses of the first chapter of Genesis, we can see that the Trinity of God is at work together. Amen. We see the Creator, we see the Word spoken that is Jesus, we see the Spirit going, you know, hovering all over what God is creating. And they together, they made, they created the world. They together, they created me and you, they created Amen. humanity. Amen. Hallelujah. So it was there from the beginning. And we can see as well in the New, te- in, in the Old Testament, we can see as well operating, uh, 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 maybe especially in, uh, in some specific people. Like for example, in the moment, the Bible says that in the moment, the, the, the prophet Samuel, he anointed David to be king. We hear that from that moment on, the Spirit of God came upon him. And we can see in different people that the Spirit of God was, was coming upon them and, and God was using them in an amazing way. Amen? Amen? And now we come in the New Testament. And Jesus came and 
The first thing that Jesus, after when he started his ministry, we see that Jesus was baptized in the water. And next Sunday we will have baptism here. And Tyler will teach and speak about it. But, in the moment that he was baptized in the water and he came out of the water, the Bible says that the Spirit of God, in the form of a dove, he came upon him. And we can see that Jesus, he, 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 he could not do nothing without the Spirit of God. We see, we see that Jesus we could not do without nothing without the Father. He was saying, I do what the Father do. I hear what the, I say what the Father hear. So Jesus was doing what the Father was doing. But now the Holy Spirit is doing what Jesus is saying. In fact, later he will say that, that he, will, uh, he will not say nothing by his own authority. He will say just what he hear from me speaking about the Holy Spirit. And we see that the Holy Spirit is operating through Jesus. And he was doing amazing miracles and, and set people free. But it was through the power of the Holy Spirit that he was healing every sickness and disease. He was through the power of the Holy Spirit that was on him. That he was setting people free from any demonic power. He was through the Spirit of God that he was doing the more amazing miracles that we can see in this Bible. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit was important in the life of Jesus. The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And he anointed me. To preach the good news to the poor, to set people free, to heal the sick, and to, you know, it was true, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Yes. Hallelujah. Now, we can see in these verses that we just read, that we can see something amazing of the nature of this Holy Spirit. We see operating, we see that was there from the beginning, we see some things that he's doing, we see working through Jesus. But we can see from these verses, Jesus revealed through these verses, his, his, his true nature. And this is what he says, I will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Now what means advocate? Advocate is a, legal, is a legal term, but with a broader meaning, the counsel of the, the defense. It refers to any person who helps someone in trouble with the law. That is an advocate. He helps anyone in trouble with the law. He, the, an advocate, we stand in front of the judge, we stand in front of accusation to defend you. That is the advocate. He will stand for your cause. Hallelujah. And in the New King James, we see that instead of to say advocate, he says, he says that I will give you an helper. And this is what is the Holy Spirit. He's an helper. Now what does an helper? Very easy. A person that help, helps give assistance and support. This is what is an helper. So, I want you this morning, because you see, it's very easy, many times we talk about the Holy Spirit, and we pray, welcome Holy Spirit, but many times we forget what this Holy Spirit, who is this Holy Spirit, why is He here, what is doing, you know, what is doing in our life, why is there, 
Is it there? Is not there? And here we can see that Jesus said, He will be with you forever. Now there is no moment that the Holy Spirit is not with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. And He is there to help you. Say with me, help. He is there to help you. To help you from what? To help you from what? We need an helper in this life. We cannot make it by our own. You know? We need an helper. And uh, what the Word of God says is, uh, in, uh, in Romans 8-26, He says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We don't know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wilderness groans. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is here to help us in our weaknesses. We are weak. We cannot make by our own. We cannot make it with our strengths. We need an helper. We need someone to help us to go through this life. We need someone to help us to make it there in the other side of the river. We need an helper to help us in our weaknesses. And I can tell you many, many experiences. That many times, like maybe last time I was really tired and uh, we, we, me, me with my wife, with our baby, you know, when, when my baby was born, he, he was born quite small, so we needed to stay quite a while in the hospital and, and for other reasons as well. My wife was kept two weeks before she would get birth and then another two weeks after, so we spent more than one month in the hospital. That was not easy. That was really tiring. I was really tired, didn't have any strength. I was really down, you know, because we could not see a breakthrough. But we would keep praying. But I tell you something. In the moment, in the moment that I said, Holy Spirit, come and help me. Holy Spirit, come and give me strength right now. I don't have any strength. I was sleeping most of the time there with my wife, sleeping on the floor. I didn't have any strength. I was not sleeping most of the nights because I was helping it. It was really hard. I said, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, come and give me strength. And I tell you something. In the moment that I asked the Holy Spirit to come and to help me, the tiredness he went off. Amen. He gave me the strength and strength to my wife to go through that month that we were in the hospital. And praise the Lord. Now we are here and we can say, thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 But you see, there was someone helping us in that moment. And I can tell you many other times where I, can, I saw the Holy Spirit helping me in so many things. The Holy Spirit is there to help me. The Holy Spirit is there to help you. When you feel weak. When you feel that you cannot make it. There is someone there close to you. They say you can make it. Amen. You can make it. I am with you. I give you strength. I give you peace. I give you strength. You know, I help you to go through what you are going through. And I don't know what you are going through in this moment. But I tell you. There is someone there that is called the helper, the spirit of truth, the counselor. Someone in another place, he called, they call him a counselor because he's there to counsel you, to support you, to comfort you, the comforter. Amen. He's there to comfort you when you feel down. 
It's there to comfort you. It's there to lift you up when you feel that you are down and you don't feel even the strength to pray. It's there to help you to pray. Because it's there to intercede for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you see, the word of God says, I will send another advocate because there is a, a, another, this is another advocate, but we have a, a first advocate. That that is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He's the advocate. He's interceding for us there before the Father. You see, the Father is seated on the throne of God. And Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the throne of God. Do you know that there is someone accusing you and accusing me all the time before the Father? There is someone accusing us to show to the Father how weak we are, how terrible we are, how unworthy we are. There is someone accusing you, accusing me before the Father. And Jesus is there interceding for us to defend us, to say no. Because by my blood... They are washed. By my blood they are saved. By me, by my sacrifice on the cross. Ah, yeah, they are justified. There is someone that is defending us before the Father from the devil. But you see, we need another advocate in this earth. And that is the Holy Spirit. He is defending us here in this earth. Because our battle is not against flesh and blood. We are against the spirit of darkness that is in this in this world. We need an helper. We need a defender. We need an advocate to defend us in this earth. And that is the Holy Spirit. Amen. That is why he's here. Amen. Hallelujah. That is why he's here. Hallelujah. Time is flying. Hallelujah. God is so good. And then he says, He will be with you forever. He's there with you. And he wants, this is why I felt the Lord, he wants make you aware that he is there. He is there. Anytime that you, wherever you are, you can be there, you can start to pray, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, he is there with you because he wants to have fellowship. It's not just there. You see, sometimes you think, okay, the Holy Spirit, and yes, the Holy Spirit is there. But He wants you to be aware and grasp why He's really here. He's here to have a fellowship with you. He's here to be there. He's here to speak with you. In the moment that we say, Holy Spirit, speak to me, He will speak to you. In the moment that you say, Holy Spirit, help me, He will help you. In the moment that you will say, Holy Spirit, give me peace, He will give you peace. Many times I experienced that peace just because I said, Holy Spirit, give me peace right now. And the Spirit of God was coming upon me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In these days I've been feeling really tired. Of course, the baby, you know, you know, whoever has a baby, it's not, the first few months is not easy, you don't sleep a lot. And, and so I've been really tired in coming here in the church and do what, to, the, the, what to, I need to do during the day. That was not, it's not really easy. And a few days, you know, I was coming, saying, oh Lord, I just, I don't know how, how I'm going to function today. You know? <laughs> I said, oh, maybe I need to speak with Tyler. I don't know. I was so tired. The baby was crying all night. I didn't sleep. My wife didn't sleep. And 
Ah, oh, I was I was so tired. I didn't have any strength. As soon as I came here, I went in my office. There was a day in front of me. There was things to do. And I went in the office and said, Lord, Holy Spirit, I cannot do it. Just if you, if you don't give me strength right now, if you don't give me energy right now, I, I don't know what I need to do today. In the moment that I came before the Holy, the Father and Jesus, and I said, Holy Spirit, give me strength right now. I just breathed, and that tiredness went off. It lift off. And I'm not joking. I'm telling you the truth. That tiredness, it lift off. And the Lord, He gave me the strength through His Holy Spirit to go through the day. Amen. Amen. And He can do the same with you. Hallelujah. You need to be aware that there is someone. You see, what the Holy Spirit, what does, what does He do? And, you know, I already, I already speaking about it. To, is there to help you? Is there to be with you and have fellowship with you? But we see that in, 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 in the next few chapters, we see what the Holy Spirit, all the things that the Holy Spirit does. And the, the Bible says in verse 26, it says, He will teach you all things. So is that to teach us? Is that to teach us what we need to know through His words? You, many times you go through the word and you don't understand what are you reading. What, what, what does it mean? Is that to teach you? If when you read the word, just say, Holy Spirit, what does it mean this? Can you explain to me? Just wait. The revelation will come. And He will speak to you. Hallelujah. The Bible says He will remind you of everything I say to you. Has never, has anyone has experienced that? That maybe you find yourself in a situation or maybe speaking with someone and then like there is a situation, someone is asking a question or, or whatever. And then the Holy Spirit comes and He gives you that verse. He reminds you what Jesus said. He reminds you what the Word of God says. That is the Holy Spirit. That is the Holy Spirit doing that. He will remind you of everything that He does. Everything that Jesus um, says. He is there to give you peace. And I said before, He is there to give you strength. He is there to give you, you know... And the one thing that the Holy Spirit does as well is, is testify about Jesus. Amen. This is what He does. He's there to testify about Jesus. It's not about Him. The Holy Spirit is about Jesus. He's there to testify about Jesus. Hallelujah. He's there to prove the world that is in wrong. You know, you see, we've been going through an amazing, an amazing teachings. By Tyler, we've been going through this walk across the room to reach out and understand that we need to, we need to reach out to the people that are around us and our contents and the people that we know. He's there to convince these people. Amen. We cannot do it by our words. But He's the one that gives us the words. He's the one that can work in the life of these people to convince of sin. Maybe you are already here. The Holy Spirit is already speaking to you. And He's showing you something. That perhaps you need to repent right now. That is not me. That is the Holy Spirit. He's speaking to you right now. He's revealing to you right now. He's, he's there to convince us of sin. If we are here today, and we have received Jesus in our life, and we repented from our sins, that is because of the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. To convince us that we were sinners, and we needed a Savior. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. He's there to glorify Jesus. 
He will not glorify himself. But he's there to glorify Jesus. And anyone that speaks through the Holy Spirit, he will never glorify himself. As a preacher, or as a man of God, he will never glorify by himself. He will never glorify by anyone else. He's there to glorify Jesus. When the Holy Spirit is working through you, you will be glorifying Jesus. Because he's all about him. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And then another thing that he came to do, we can see that in Acts. And again, you may be here, we went through this series, and you may say, okay, that is amazing. We need to walk across the room. We need to speak with our neighbors, our work, you know, our colleagues and work. And how, how do I do that? You're sitting there. That is amazing. You know what you need to do. But you are like, oh, I, don't, I don't have, I don't have the boldness. I, I don't feel to do it. Or how can I do it? And we get stuck. We know God has been teaching us what do we need to do, but we get stuck because it's like, how I need to do it? How can I do it? I don't feel to do it. And here's what the Holy Spirit came to do. He says, He says in Romans 1.8, He says that when the Holy Spirit will come, you shall receive power. You shall receive power to be my witnesses in all the world. Now, the Holy Spirit he came to give us power. He came to fill us with His power to be effective witnesses. Now, if you are there and you are thinking, how can I do? How can I speak to my colleague? How can I speak to my, my friends? How can I walk across the room? The answer is, you need the Holy Spirit. Amen. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. And you may be already received the power of the Holy Spirit. I really encourage you to stay there. And I tell you, I experienced this as well. That when, you know, sometimes when I was working in walking in my secular job, I was feeling to don't do it. I didn't know how to do it. But as soon as I had the opportunity, I was saying, Holy Spirit, give me the power. Give me the boldness to speak out and reach out to my colleagues. And that every time that I was asking the Holy Spirit to help me and to give me the opportunity to speak, he was giving me an opportunity to speak. He was giving me an opportunity to speak with the people that were coming, were going in that day center to my colleague, to everyone. Every time that I was not doing that, the opportunity was not come. That is amazing, isn't it? So the Holy Spirit came us to give us power. He came us to give us power to be true and effective witness of Jesus Christ. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot be effective. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me this morning? Now, I want to just uh, close with this. How can I receive Him? How can I receive Him? Maybe you are there and you already received the Holy Spirit. And you know what I'm talking about. But maybe there is people here that they still didn't receive the Holy Spirit. Or maybe you need more of the Holy Spirit, like we were praying before. You need to be refilled afresh. You need again a refilling of the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled more with the Holy Spirit and this power. Now, how can we receive? That is really, really simple. It's easier than what you think. The answer is simply ask Him to come in your life. 
ask him to come in your life. You are is a person and you need to speak to him. He's a person, you need to speak to him. Ask him to come in your life. Ask me, ask him to come and help you. Ask him to come and do what you what you need in that moment. You need to speak to him. You need to ask him. And how can I receive him? Ask him to come in your life. Matthew 3, 11, he says, uh, uh, this is uh, uh, the, um, John the Baptist speaking, he says, I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me comes one who is more powerful than I. Those Sundays I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Hallelujah. And later on in Acts 1, 4, 5, we see that in one occasion while he was eating with them, Jesus, he gave them this command. Don't not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father has promised. This is a gift that the Father has promised. This is a gift for everyone. This is a gift from you, for you today. It is a promise of God. And this promise that God will fulfill it if you ask and say, Holy Spirit, come in my life. Fill me right now. It's really simple. You need to ask Him. And He will come in your life. Hallelujah. And in Luke 11, 13, He says, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gift to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Hallelujah. Is it clear? Very easy. Very clear. The Father in heaven will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.